0: Hello, this is a podcast for the Readings and Sermon for Sunday the 13th of February. My name is Scott. The first of the three readings is from the Old Testament book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 17. Thus says the Lord, Cursed are those who trust in mere mortals and make mere flesh their strength, whose hearts turn away from the Lord. They shall be like a shrub in the desert, and shall not see when relief comes. They shall live in the parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord they shall be like a tree planted by water sending out its roots by the stream it shall not fear when heat comes and its leaves shall stay green in the year of drought it is not anxious and it does not cease to bear fruit the heart is devious above all else It is perverse. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, test the mind and search the heart to give to all according to their ways, according to the fruits of their doings. Our second reading is from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 15. If Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain and your faith has been in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God, because we testified of God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have died in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have died. And our gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to St. Luke in the sixth chapter jesus came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all judea jerusalem and the coast of tyre and sidon they had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice on that day and leap for joy for surely your reward is great in heaven but that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. Here ends the three readings for Sunday morning. And now some words. May they be pleasing. In a year when conditions are right, and this year is such a year, barn owls prosper in the dale. One adult male, on windless dark nights, waits on a post A few miles this side of wreath on seeing the bike it flies from its post into the beam coming from the front light and it glides silently steadfastly within the beam five meters away sometimes more sometimes less a couple of meters ahead traveling at the same speed its head peering forward into the night. There it stays until a distant approaching car breaks this connection and interrupts the silence. But on a quiet winter's night, this can be three, four, five minutes of being with this beautiful winged creature. There is a Flip side to this thin place. Beautiful, though the owl undoubtedly is. Woe to the verge living creatures disturbed by the bike. For the owl hunts its would-be tea, illuminated by the light of the bike. In our Gospel reading, we have the beautiful sayings of Jesus, the Beatitudes, and these also have their flip sides. We may know these sayings as part of the Sermon on the Mount, and they form part of Jesus's early teaching. Uh, This is in the start of his ministry up in his homeland to the north of Israel. He has called a group of friends his disciples, and they retreat up a mountain to try and get breathing space away from the crowds. If they did get a break, it must have been fleeting. As in our reading uh, from Luke this morning, they come down from the mountain, and here delivers, here Jesus delivers what is sometimes called the Sermon on the Plain. Last week, I think was the first time I had ever reused part of a sermon I had preached before. Gillian was at St. Mary's at Barnard Castle, as um, she is this morning, whilst I was at Startforth, less than 500 metres away, with the River Tees in between. I had never been to Startforth, And so, uh, reused a useful section relevant to the readings from a previous sermon elsewhere. Well, uh, evidently this was not a new thought. Jesus thought the Beatitudes so beautiful that they were worth repeating on this level place, at this time to a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coast of Tyre and Sidon. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you, on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice on that day, and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. Now I feel blessed when I encounter the beauty of the barn owl, but there is a flip side. Woe to the hunted. There are three flip sides to the beautiful sayings of Jesus. The first is in the reality of the poor, the hungry, those who weep, those who are hated, those people are blessed, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The second is in the warning in Luke, for those unbroken in spirit, woe to those who are content with their riches and their standing in life, for they are far from the kingdom of God. And the third flip side lies throughout the wider teachings of Jesus in the Sermon of the Mount or the teachings on the plain. Now you, like me, will never have seen a lead balloon. These wider teachings of Jesus will have gone down like a lead balloon and sometimes continue to do so. We rightly condemn murder. But what about, says Jesus, when we persist in anger or resentfulness? We, he says, are guilty. We rightly condemn adultery. But what about, says Jesus, even the smallest thought of lust? We are guilty, says Jesus. We rightly wish that everyone would love their neighbor. But when we cannot, will not love our enemies. Then, says Jesus, we have failed. I remember hearing in a sermon in Dundee, a rather bold statement. There's not a man in this church, said the preacher, who hasn't committed adultery. Think again of that lead balloon. On a dark evening, about this time of year, in 1984, I was sitting on my bed, and I was suddenly aware, I became suddenly aware, for the first time, of the reality of God. I still have a crystal clear memory of four successive realities coming very quickly. The first was the reality of the living God. The second, of the loving God who was, is, and will be completely mindful of me. The third, I was a long way from the standards set by my God, as indeed was my family, my church, and my world. That's a crucial message within the Sermon of the Mount and the teachings on the plain. We are a long way from the standards set by the living God. The fourth is that living with this loving God is not something to be explored alone. The beginning of the prayer of Jesus, given within this sermon of Jesus, is not my father, but our father. We are blessed with God and blessed with with each other. Faced with the sudden reality of God and the reality of sin, the reaction of Simon Peter in last week's gospel seems very understandable. He fell down at the knees of Jesus saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. How good then to hear As we will in tonight's Evensong, the familiar words, A broken and contrite heart, O Lord, thou wilt not despise. Likewise in the Beatitudes, in the beautiful words of Jesus, we are blessed, we are on the right path. If we come before our God, feeling poor in spirit, mourning our failings, humble and meek, with hunger and thirst for righteousness, merciful to others and to ourselves, seeking a pure heart and seeking peace, peace within our world and peace within our souls. The world may reject us, but Jesus does not and says very truly, you are close to the kingdom of God. Amen.